On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Dictated, not read. This week on the Story Song Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. And this week we're doing Take a Letter, Maria, uh, recorded by R.B. Greaves. Am I saying that correctly? Greaves? I think so, yeah. All right, fair enough. (laughs) And uh, Michael, you're going to take us through this story song, so take it away, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy, we're going to imagine it would be R.B. since he wrote it and recorded it. Um, It might not be. It might be fiction. But what's my favorite thing? Making it autobiographical. Non-fiction. My favorite thing is making it autobiographical. Yeah. So I say we use R.B. Okay. So he gets home from work late one night, about a half past ten. Yeah, around there. He discovers that his wife is home with another man. Oh, Uh-oh. no. And, well, he is unhappy. He keep, But he keeps his cool. Okay. Yeah. He ain't no fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometime later, he has his assistant write a letter to his wife. CC's his lawyer uh, <laughs> and says, hey, I'm out. I'm not coming back. I'm going to start a new life. It's It's pretty short and as he's dictating the letter to maria he's like hey you're kind of cool let's go to dinner and uh we're led to believe that they start a new life together but whether or not they do is unclear yeah right but left ambiguous yes cliffhanger yes (laughs) last night as i got home about a half past ten there was the woman i thought i knew in the arms of another man Kept my cool, I ain't no fool. Let me tell you what happened then. I packed some clothes and I walked out, and I ain't going back again. So take a letter, Maria. Address it to my wife. Say I won't be coming home. Gotta start a new life. Take a letter, Maria. Address it to my wife. So he arrives home, it's around, it's, he says about a half past 10. Uh So arrives home around 1030. His wife is with another man. Is that, like, is that late for him? Is that a regular late night? Here's a good question. Because that is a good question. Because... I mean, getting home from work at 10.30, that's late. Now, I will say that it, it, they he does mention later that he's working long nights and oh, stuff. Yeah. So yeah. so maybe it is that he's super home, but she's taking a risk. Well, she's yeah. taking at a 10:30. risk. At 10.30. Although, now the question is, if she's there with another man at 10.30, yeah. this is early for him, right? Yeah, she's right. Does he come home and he's like, half a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the- I only work 24. Two hours. <laughs> Maybe he's on the late shift. And what Who is knows? that's the thing? What's his job? Is he yeah. like a like nighttime security guard? Like then she can't be mad. That's his job. Well, I, I mean, I don't think nighttime security guards have, have, sec- have secretaries. Secretaries who take letters, but she's like, I'm your partner. 
I am a security <laughs> guard. I am also a security guard. Yeah. That's sweet, dollface. Take yeah. a letter. I'm not taking a letter for you. We literally have the same job. I make 64 cents on the dollar, but that's beside the point. Yeah. 2018. Um, but also, I mean, you can't, I mean, look, this is not, obviously cheating your spouse is not okay, but I mean, if you're getting home at 1030, I'll, I'll pass 1030 every night. I mean, what, what's the woman supposed to do? I mean, obviously she's sitting at home. She's lonely. You watch Falcon right. Crest. Okay, fair oh, enough. Okay. That's a, but Falcon Crest will give you ideas. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm-hmm. That's true. Sure is steamy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Never seen it. No, me neither. It could be about training falcons yeah. for all I know. <laughs> That's exactly, it's, it's just a show about birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about birds who are cheating on each other. And, <laughs> right. And yeah. stuff, but it's birds. But still birds. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. You you walk in the door, you see your wife in the arms of another man. Yep. And there's only one response to that situation. It's letter writing time. Right? <laughs> yeah. You turn yeah. around and you're already composing the start of that letter in your head before yeah. you get uh-huh. to the car. As yeah. he's as he's going to pack his suitcase, mm-hmm. he's like, where do I keep that sweater yeah. that I love that I need I just need to pack like he's very calmly it's the, packing. <laughs> it's in the closet. Rob, roll off of me. Roll off of me. <laughs> it's in the closet behind the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be an right. That's an awkward packing. Yeah. You just them silently sitting in the bed watching you as you're putting clothes into a suitcase. I do like that. He's like he kept it cool. Yeah. Uh, he's no yeah. fool. He ain't a fool. But here's the thing. Any other story song, this would have ended with a murder. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Night the lights went out in Georgia. Yeah. Dark lady. All of them had murders. Yeah, but yeah. RB. No. He's too cool. Kept yeah. his cool. Almost too. He's almost too cool. Yeah, it's almost yeah. Get into that later. How cool but that's fine. It's almost too cool. Um, yeah, packed his clothes, walked out, not going yeah. back again. Never I wonder if his, if his wife was just sitting there and be like, you haven't worn that in years. Why <laughs> Why now? Why are you taking with you now? Uh, Rob was going to wear that home. <laughs> so the other thing. You two are the exact same size. <laughs> I have a type. <laughs> so to take a step back. Now, when you first, when the song first starts, you assume that's a normal story song where He's telling you, the listener, mm-hmm. right, the the song or whatever. But then, when the chorus starts, it's so take a letter, Maria. Yeah, right. So what really happened is he walked in the office and he's like, "You're not gonna believe what happened last night, Maria." So I got home about half past, and she's just sitting there, just like, "This seems way too personal for work. <laughs> Why are you telling me this story? I don't, I don't need this level of detail." Yeah. <laughs> also, this seems like the type of letter he really should write himself. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I or agree. he could have just said it when he was leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, like, well yeah. no, he's You don't he's need to a... follow up with a Hallmark card. But, right. but, go ahead and read the rest of the, the chorus, Michael, because yeah. there's an important part we're missing. Yeah. Send I mean, it to my lawyer. Thank you. Okay. Send it to your lawyer. This is not a letter, per se. These are freaking divorce papers. Yeah, this, okay. this like, is, well, we, this is I the gotta start. Put the, yeah, I've, I've got to lay the foundation that this is not me. This is her. She's she's cheating on me. Yeah. Whether I wanted to cheat on her before or not, maybe let's maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maria, I, don't I read st- too much into that yet, <laughs> but you know. Um but she, she she did it first. Yeah. And also like so th- this so I know I know you're saying that like it seems like this is a letter you should write, but this is how you play it cool, man. <laughs> this is stone cold. Yeah. Cuz you're just like Oh yeah, this is just a legal transaction. Yep. I well, this this doesn't affect me at all. No, I'm saying I'm gonna have my secretary write a letter to my wife explaining to her what's gonna happen, and also CC my lawyer on this because this, you know, this I'm totally no no skin off my nose. Whatever, I don't care. I also wonder where did he go when he left the house. 
Did he yeah. go straight back to the office? Did he call Maria in? <laughs> now at it's like, like eleven fifteen. Yeah, I was gonna say now it's like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> he's had a bottle of scotch, and he's like, "You guys take a letter. Yeah, take it's, a letter, Maria." I am asleep. Yeah, my husband just Rob will be phone. home at any minute. He's, on, he's, on, he's just like, oh, "You're not gonna believe what happened." Are you, did I wake you up? Well, it is one thirty in the morning. Good, you're awake. So anyway, <laughs> so I come home. My wife's in the arms of another break. Take a letter. Let her take, let her take, a, take a letter, Maria. I don't have I don't have my, my typewriter. Just take a letter. Just get, get in the in. office. Get in the office. Do you see, do you see my lawyer? You've been many things, but most of all, a good secretary to me. And it's times like this I feel you've always been close to me. Once I wrote to work nights to try to build a good life. And then it takes a turn, huh? It takes a turn away from just a letter because first first verse and first chorus, he's done with his wife. He's like, that's it. I'm done. I got to move on with my life. We've been married for 20 years, but that's it. No more. (laughs) So a, a, a disturbing line to me. Okay. Is you've been many things, but most of all, a good secretary to me. Which is literally the only thing she should have been to well, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. When he yes. says you've been many things, what are the other things besides being a secretary? Which again... If, yeah. See, now it feels like there's more here. Yeah. yeah. It feels like maybe... Maybe he's thinking, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because I like RB. You know? Sure. I mean, he's been through a lot in the past, I don't know, 12 hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but maybe he's like, you've been a pal and a confidant. Sure. A la <laughs> Whether you Golden like it Girls. or not. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but are we are we saying what I think we're saying? That we they've also been, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I think that the charitable reading is just that she's been a good friend. Right. right? Yeah. They've worked together for many years. They've probably had a lot of late nights in the office. In the office. But I'm saying, they, but they're not, not nothing like that. They're just they've got she's, close. She's a good friend, et cetera. The less charitable reading is this guy's a huge hypocrite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been, been. Yes. Doing it with the secretary. Uh-huh. You know, she's been many things. She's dressed up like a schoolgirl, <laughs> <laughs> like a maid, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. And also a good secretary. Yeah. You know? Mostly, most of all, a good secretary. But mostly, yeah. Not a great lay, but a good secretary. <laughs> it's like, I'd, I'd rather be something else, but I, you know, the best thing you can be is, is a secretary, you know? I mean, sure, we've done it, but it's not, you agree, it's not that great. But the, but your secretarying is amazing. I left my fiance for you. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you, you're, you're not a great secretary. <laughs> I mean, it's what you're best at, but you're still not very good at it. Your shorthand is lacking. <laughs> but she's also probably one of those secretaries. So's your like, long hand. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. When a man loves a woman, it's hard to understand. But she would find more pleasure in the arms of another man. I never really noticed how sweet you are to me. It just so happens I'm free tonight. Would you like to have dinner with me? Don't take a letter, Maria. I don't think in the 20 some odd years that he and his wife have been married that he bought a single Christmas gift. Right. Like, I think yeah. she was yeah, the one doing true. all that. Like, oh, I think yeah. she she was basically running his life, and which is why he's totally comfortable giving way too much information 
to her as he dictates a very short letter. Yeah. Yes. He asks her a question. Uh, yeah. Well, as he's dictating a very short letter, he, he starts to think about how close they are, uh, inappropriately so. Asks, hey, just so happens I'm free tonight. Would you like to have dinner? It's funny in both of these. It's, again, I he's got to be drunk at this point. Because yeah. in the in the second verse, he's like, you've been so good to me. You've been so good to me. He's like, and he's like, was I, did I, what did I do? I, all yeah. I did was work. Was I, was I was wrong? I working? Was I wrong doing that? <laughs> to, to, ro- to work Was I wrong doing that? He's like, all over my I was like, wrong, right? Cost, I was wrong, right? I was wrong. Cost my wife. And then the second one, he's like, you know what? This is, um, I, I, nobody understands me. Uh, she's she's found pleasure in another man. You know what? You're you're really sweet. Yeah. I never really noticed. <laughs> he really turns on a dime. He's like, I never really noticed how sweet you were to me. Um. Anyway, uh, you want to get out of here? Uh, I'd rather go home. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh. But I mean, it is the '60s, and so like. She's, so they probably want to get fondue or something. Well, I'm saying she's <laughs> yes. she's his secretary, mm-hmm. so she is legally obligated to date him if he asks. <laughs> I'm right? sure I believe that's how that worked. Yeah. There was yeah. the the secretary bo- boss accords of the late <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she, it's a different time, different yeah, yeah. time Much back different then, different time. time back then. Yeah. yeah, this this whole song is a huge HR issue. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. everything. They about use it. this in HR trainings now. <laughs> yeah. Like just to let's 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 take let's do the take a letter Maria professional <laughs> development again, guys, because yeah. there's way too much going a on. Lot. You cannot use your secretary to write personal <laughs> information yeah. to break up with your wife, and then immediately, and then immediately ask her on a date. Yeah. None of this is good. Yeah, and I'd like to think that the guy that the wife is cheating with is his boss. Ooh. That's what I would great. like to think. Mm. Like, hey, his we boss. really need you to work late again tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's also a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. Like he's <laughs> making, well, he's making this guy, RB, work mm-hmm. late yep. so that he can be at home with the wife. Yeah, and he's like always making up some work for him. And then he just happened to finish it faster than normal. Yeah. Right. Well, because Maria's doing half the work. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. It's like, Maria, stay on stay on top of this stuff because I got to go home real quick. And she's yeah. like, All right, I guess I'm going to be here till one o'clock in the morning. And then he Little gets back at one o'clock and he's like, oh, good. You're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Take, like, a Take a letter. Take a letter. Just about to turn off the light. <laughs> she's like, oh, Jesus. This is like the third time he's written this letter this week. <laughs> now, before we finish, I just want to do, uh, <clears throat> hold on, a quick impression. Okay, love it. Of, uh, of, of, of the lawyer. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is this? What is this letter? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand what any of this means. What? Ha- what why? Why does it look like it was written by a drug secretary? <laughs> Listen, RB, we've got to talk again about legally binding yeah. documents. This is not a legally binding document. Yeah. He sent a copy, a carbon copy, an actual yeah. carbon mm-hmm. copy in those days, to his lawyer that said, "Yeah, I'm not coming home. <laughs> home. Got to start a new life. Yeah. You don't live with me, RB. <laughs> no, 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 that was to my wife. That was to my wife. Again, yeah, legally binding documents, buddy. And then, and then you, I you just, did not have to type this. <laughs> it, it's not going to look good in divorce court that the person who wrote this letter you then went on a date with <laughs> almost immediately. I mean, the ink was still wasn't dry yet, and you guys were going out. And so all of this leads me to this big thing, which is because he was he kept his cool. He ain't no fool. Yeah. No, no talking, nothing. He's like, I'm going to get my stuff. Yeah. He walked in. He saw his wife having sex with another man uh-huh. 
and he thought, freedom! Yeah. It's yeah. finally happened! Yeah. Send it to the lawyer, because I want to make sure that I don't have to pay her anything, because yeah. she was unfaithful. Also, Maria, yeah. let's go get some steak. Yeah. Like, this is all a plot for RB. He's like, that's why he was so cool. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know. Like, I his mean, bag he was, was like, already packed. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to go pack my bag. That was fast. It was by the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was, like, a plot by him, but I think I do agree. He probably sees the opportunity where he saw the wife and was just like, I'm going to be doing Maria in 24 hours. So <laughs> yeah. this is my opportunity. I'm out. Yeah. I know. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. I'm going to write you a letter. I'm taking the suitcase and let's do this. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. already made the hotel reservations for me and Maria. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know where she is. She's still in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity knocks mm-hmm. or it just walks in and then you see your <laughs> wife doing it. Yeah, or or does it knock in this case? Because I just walked <laughs> yeah, right in. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so that was uh, the story of this song. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with story behind the story. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order 
plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Feeling antisocial? You can follow the Story Song Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone. All right, we're back. We're going to hear about the story behind the story uh, for this song. So, Michael, why don't you take us through what, uh, what happened? How did this song come to be? <laughs> so, the song was written and recorded by R.B. Greaves. It was released in September of 1969. A little bit about R.B. Greaves. Born Ronald Bertram Greaves, November 28th, 1943. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold good on. Good name. R.B. Checks out. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. All right. That's it. That's a good um, name. He, uh, was actually born on, uh, an Air Force base in Guyana, Grew up in the U.S. on a Seminole reservation and then moved to England in 1963. He was all over the place Whoa. and was... Yeah. What a life. Quite a life. He was the nephew of Sam Cooke. Mm. Mm. A great Sam Cooke. Yeah. Amazing. So, kind of looks like him. He unfortunately passed away in 2012, but uh, Take a Letter Maria was his biggest hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote it and recorded it. Uh, it was released in September of 1969, and it was a huge hit. Uh, went to number two on the Billboard Hot 100, number 10 on the R&B charts, and number three on the Adult Contemporary charts. It was... Real crossover. Yeah. It was... Crossover um, pop hit. What? I said a crossover pop hit. That's what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they had the Adult Contemporary charts in the 60s. I thought that was more of like a later designation. I mean, I guess apparently... I think it came to mean something slightly different yeah. after a while, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting. He recorded it in September of 69. By December 11th of that year, it went gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and within a year, by 1970, it uh, had sold 2.5 million copies. Wow. Uh, stayed in the Billboard charts for 15 weeks. Yeah. And not surprising, because I mean, it's, it's one of those songs that you just like, the moment it starts, you're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm in. This, this, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. This, this song's going to be a hit. Like, it just, it just immediately feels right. And yeah, it you... And... I can just say, like, I I spent a lot of time listening to 70s on 7. Uh, <laughs> Sirius XM. It sounds good on the radio, too. Like, yeah. just the moment it starts, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm here for all the in. next two and a half minutes. Yep. Yeah. So it was recorded uh, August 19th, 1969 at Muscle Shoals Sound Studio in Sheffield, Alabama, which is actually a very famous, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very famous yeah. uh, recording studio. It used studio musicians, including someone who would later join the Grateful Dead. All you need to know about that. Not Jerry Garcia. Pretty no. much, yeah. No, that's all you need to know about that. <laughs> Somebody else from the Great. Someone Bulldog. else. Name another person. I can't. This being his most successful song, it's interesting that several covers were recorded, uh, and they started as early as 1970, uh, and most of them were country songs. Yeah, I mean, it does have a kind of a country twang. I mean, it, it, and yeah. it is that crossover. Like, it's yeah. not it's not too country where it's going to stay off the pop charts, but definitely has that that sort of like kind of know, feel twangy guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, Cheating Wives, that's definitely country music staple. Yeah. So this this was uh, a number two hit, kept out of the number one spot by Wedding Bell Blues by mm-hmm. The Fifth Dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, Another great song. Yes. Great song. Which is, uh, I think, the song that was playing when Maria was writing that letter. Mar- 
Maria, could you come in here for a minute? Yeah. I'm just listening to the just, radio. I'm listening to the Fifth Dimension. <laughs> the new Fifth Dimension. Down. Written by Laura Nero. Okay. Um, different song. Different Not song. This song. But this song's right written by Arby. All right, let's, uh, let's spend 10 minutes talking about Wedding Bell Blues. So. <laughs> Besides this, his next biggest hit it was from the same album. It was a cover of the Burt Bacharach, Hal David song, There's Always Something There to Remind Me, which everybody thinks is an 80s hit. But it was written in the 60s. Oh, how can I forget you when there is always something there to remind me? But it's the same song. Same it's song. just it's the same over. Song. Yeah, that was oh, a cover. Yeah. I love when I find out things are covers. <laughs> uh, it changes I, my I, whole perspective about things. So yeah. that got to number 27 on the Hot 100, number 50 on the R&B charts. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll take it. It's not number two, but well, it's not bad. I mean... Um, Not everything can be a letter written by Maria. That's true. After that, he released in 1970 a bunch of non-album singles. He started to get big into covers. One of them was a cover of Fire and Rain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like the the thought of him being into covers. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, guys, I'm really going through a cover space right (laughs) now. You know, you know what's really great about covers is you don't have to write songs. Yeah, <laughs> you just take someone else's song and just, just sing the heck out of it. This he, r- written by RB, sung by RB, not anymore. <laughs> doing it once. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Not only did he not have to write the songs, he didn't even have to put them on an album. He just released yeah. singles. Yes, you know, like, uh, he could not be bothered so after 1969. Way, in a weird way, he was ahead of his time. In 1972, he released another non-album single called "Margie, Who's Watching the Baby." <laughs> Which reached number 115 on the Hot 100, mm-hmm. yeah. which was, doesn't make sense, but it's like the bubbling under chart. I love a good bubbling under. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that song's a little weird, and um, hold tight because that might be a future episode. So this is about him asking Margie who's watching the baby. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no there's no like metaphor here. He's like, hey, where's that baby? Yeah. <laughs> who's watching that baby? <laughs> it's, yes. another, yeah. it's another story song. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this a ghost baby? Is that why you're hesitating? Is it Michael? Michael, is it a ghost baby? Or is this a Virginia Wolf type situation? No spoilers, but okay. ghost baby. Oh my god, ghost baby! <laughs> it's not a ghost oh, baby. I love a good ghost baby. <laughs> oh. So 1977, he released another self-titled album, mm-hmm. and the single from that album was "Who's Watching the Baby." Open parentheses, Margie. <laughs> close parentheses, Margie. This is not. Is the it same not song. the same song as Margie? Who's watching the baby? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just so renamed it. It didn't. It didn't chart. I would imagine. So I mean, like it's too similar. I mean, yeah. I mean, he literally, after "Take a Letter, Maria," could not be bothered. Yeah. To do any work. Yeah, he was. He was living off that. He's like, I'm gonna live Maria off letter money, money. <laughs> Maria money. Uh, that song didn't chart on the Hot 100, but did reach Aww. number 66 on the R&B okay. charts. Okay, it's not bad. So awesome. a top 70. Sure. Hit, I guess I don't know. <laughs> oh, those top classic 100. top 70s. You know the things people are always saying that top 70 hit, that that common phrase you hear all the time. Casey well, Kasem's say, top 70. They say top 40. Top 40 is a random number. Yeah, it's a random number. I, you know, Why? I thought about. I think because it fit in like a three-hour block. I was gonna say, that is it the amount, I, I amount? I don't think of time. it has anything to do with the actual number. Just that, like, they could how many songs they could play in a certain time. That's valid. Yeah. That's valid. Because I don't think. I don't think. I don't, I don't mean to go off on a tangent. It's nothing to do with RB and his awesome song. Yeah. I don't think like top 40 meant anything until the Casey weekly Casey. top 40. Right. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. I, I don't think that was a thing until it was like, oh, they're sure. playing on the radio as the top 40. Got anyway, it. Got that's it. all. 
So that's pretty much it. All that's, right. Uh, well, that's well, everything well. that Maria wrote. Good job. That's, all, that's everything Maria wrote. Um, well done, Michael. I do want to state, mm-hmm. just as we're on the way out here, I love this song. This, this is, is a great, great song. It's is like, you know, it was a one hit wonder, whatever, but man, it's, it's classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. a great, great song. Well done, RB. Right, well done, Maria. It. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's, also good lawyering. I know you didn't do Good much, lawyer. but <laughs> way to go, lawyer! But you got that letter, yeah, so yeah. that's a, that's the important part. And you know what? Kudos to the wife who started the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure, yeah. sure. None of this would have happened without her. <laughs> she and Rob are happily married now. <laughs> it's it's the rare song about divorce that you can really dance to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna come right on back with the lessons we learned from this song uh, in our segment. We like to call "Lessons Learned." American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. We might seem too cool and aloof, but we love to connect on social media. Follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, on Instagram at story song podcast, and on our Facebook page. It's your ticket to the in crowd, Daddy O. All right, take a letter, Maria, on the lessons we learned from this song. <laughs> Rachel, why don't you go first? Um, here's what I learned. Yes, RB, you kept it cool, but sometimes there are times to keep it less cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe raise a little less suspicion than mm. if you walk in on somebody, ruins your life, and you're like, easy peasy, no problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes even if you have to fake it, have a little bit of rage. Yeah. Ah, how could you? Oh, ah, oh. I'm gonna go get my stuff. Yeah. Pre-packed su- suitcase. Yeah. 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 So the point is, like, when you're a sociopath, which clearly he is, clearly. you just you want to try to hide it a little bit better. You have to blend in a little bit. That's all. Yeah. 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 Um, I would say, relatedly, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, if you go home, mm-hmm. especially late at night, to your wife, your husband, significant other, look, just do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. And if you got to live in denial, fine. But you want to do a lot of like, honey, I'm home. <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just putting my stuff in the closet. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Jiggle the keys a lot before you get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a lot of like, you know, yeah. I if, you know, by the way, I know that window in the bedroom's still broken. It, you know, can't lock it. So if anyone wanted to jump in or out, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm living in a fairy tale. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself a drink before I come into the bedroom. So I'm just gonna be in here lying to myself. Yeah, <laughs> you probably I'd say you probably yeah, have a good yeah. three to five minutes at least. Stomp around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you you, you want to do that? Smart. That's, that's all I'm saying. Smart, Michael. What do you got? 
I think that um, when sending a legal document, keep it short, keep it sweet. <laughs> yeah. And if it rhymes, all the better. Right. Yeah. Um, your lawyer reads a lot of boring legal yeah. documents during the day. So the one that rhymes is really going to stand out. Yeah. Pep and it up for him. Yeah. It'll give him a pretty good Monday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice thinking about he the does. lawyer, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. He reads a yeah. lot. Of, you're right. He reads a lot of long, boring documents. Yeah. He wants short rhyme in and he's like oh that was a delight <laughs> that was a delight to read sorry about the divorce <laughs> this is gonna but be the most fun divorce really... ever <laughs> oh, nice. uh, yeah all right so uh that's our show for this week thank you guys so much for listening uh we'll be back in two weeks with another great story song so be sure to download uh the episode then and and then listen to it uh don't just download it really no, yeah, you're not gonna really... be it's not us or stream it yeah, stream it, whatever you stream want, it. whatever the kids are doing nowadays. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But um, upload it into your cranium. We don't know. We don't. Oh, is this the Matrix? Yeah, are you we know, living in the Matrix. You know, Kung Fu, and you know all the story <laughs> song podcast you know episodes. All about RV Green. So, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, well, uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. I'm Michael Gazelle. We will talk to you next week or in two weeks. Thank you guys so much for listening, and goodbye. Bye. We'll take a letter. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geba. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. 
Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.